Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Tuesday, February the 23rd, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to. On this morning, we are reading the book of Hosea and it's directly after the book of Daniel. And as I said yesterday, in preparation of this, um, we need to know that Hosea was a prophet and God told him to do something that many of us would think was totally unimaginable. So I'm going to start with verse number two. I'm going to read verses two through five. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, go take to yourself an adulterous wife and children of unfaithfulness because the land is guilty of the vilest adultery in departing from the Lord. So he married Gomer, daughter of Diblam, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to Hosea, call him Jezreel, because I will soon punish the house of Jehu for the massacre at Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of Israel. In that day, I will break Israel's bow in the valley of Jezreel. And I'm going to stop right there. The Lord said to Hosea, go take to yourself an adulterous wife and children of unfaithfulness. So not only did God tell Hosea, the prophet, go take you a wife who is. And when I and when I read the commentary, who is um, is unfaithful now and will continue to be or who is not yet unfaithful, but will be unfaithful later on and not only take her, but take the children that she's going to conceive out of wedlock. It says yourself an adulterous wife and children of unfaithfulness. And when I first read Hosea, and it's, it's been years ago, but when I first read the book, I thought, oh my goodness. Because a lot of times when people get married, let's talk about relationships for a second. A lot of times when people get, un, when people get married, and someone in the marriage is unfaithful. They've had an affair. They've had children out. Maybe it was a one night stand, but they've had a child outside of their covenant spouse, their covenant marriage. A lot of times people will automatically say it's over with. I'm getting a divorce. It's over with. I'm done. He cheated. She cheated. It's over with. But in this case here, we see that God tells the man, he tells the man, the head of the house to go and marry a woman. And not only are you going to be with her, take to yourself. So not only are you going to take her to yourself, but you're going to take the children, right? Meaning more than one. That means she would have had one child. It says it doesn't say take the wife and child of unfaithfulness. It says take the wife and children, meaning she had more than one child out of their marriage, their unity. And many of us 
may have been in that situation. Many of us may know people in that situation where that has happened. Now, I'm not going to get into, you know, I'm not, I'm just not going to go there on this morning about marriage and, and how I believe God has called marriage to be between a man and a woman. I'm just going to tell you what the word of God says. So in this case, by the world standards, in a lot of ways, there would be people encouraging or would have encouraged Hosea to divorce his wife. There would have been people encouraging Hosea to, you know, what's wrong with you? Like, I wouldn't be taking care of somebody else's kids. And these are children that she had on you. Man, you crazy. Women the same way. But in the last several years, what I've come to know is that there are people, and this is what we don't hear about. So I want to share this. There are people out there in this world who are believing God in situations like this, men and women who have married, who have been married, who are still married, who has, who have had a spouse to step outside of their marriage. And they have prayed to God and said, God, what do you want me to do? And God has told them to stand for their marriage. Now, I often will quote the scripture that says God chooses the foolish things to confound the wise because many of us cannot understand that we can't fathom the fact that someone would stand and wait on God. In this case, that someone would um, marry someone, know to take someone who is going to step out on their marriage and be unfaithful to them. But we see here that in this book, if you've read further, you understand that God was trying to show his love, his love for the people. I'm not going to say God was trying to. God was showing his love to the people who had been unfaithful to him. That this is how God's relationship is to the unfaithful nation of Israel at this time. It was an illustration And so when we talk about love, we always say we love someone, but I always wonder, do people really understand what that means when we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that love is kind, love is, you know, gentle, love does not count up uh, the, the, the wrongs of what you did 10 years ago, what you said 10 years ago, how you treated me 10 years ago. Um, love keeps no record of wrongdoing. Love is long suffering, meaning that, you know what it, it, you know, it, it may take five years, 10 years, 15 years, God forbid, 20 years or more for us to get this right. But the world says, please, you wasting your time. You ain't got to wait that long for somebody to get it right. And I'm talking about marriage. I'm not talking about girlfriend or boyfriend relationship. I'm talking about marriage. And the Bible says that men are to love their wives as God loves the church. Think about that. If you're a man, do you love your wife as God loves the church? And what does that mean? What does that look like? Because we live in a society today where people are not putting up with anything. 
They don't want to hear nothing. You can't tell them nothing. They're their own man. They're their own woman. And, you know, as I've gotten older, that's not the way we supposed to be. That's not the way we supposed to be. It's not all about me. It's about us. It's not all about you. It's about you and the people connected to you. This is bigger than just me. You know, your life is bigger than just you. I know what the world says. (laughs) I live in it. I know what the world says. It's about you. Do you, boo? I know what the world says, right? Do you live your life? You know, you only live once. Tomorrow's not promised. You know, get it, get it, get it. You know, forget about, you know, your kids, they'll get old one day. You know, your parents, they don't live their life, you know, so on and so forth. We can go on and on and on, but we have to come to the realization that this life is not our own. And so just by reading that, think about that. Go take to yourself an adulterous wife and children of unfaithfulness because the land is guilty of the vilest adultery in departing from the Lord. That is the worst adultery. It's to depart from God. To stop being faithful to a God that has been faithful to you. To give up on someone that would not give up on you. I need you to chew on that. I need you to chew on the fact of what God himself asked Hosea to do. Chew on that. Chew on that. And as we began to read, you know, it, the, the Bible will continue to tell, continue to unfold what that was all about. But God told him to do it. And guess what? Hosea did it. <laughs> Hosea did it. So when I think about the standards that are out there standing for their marriage, they understand that it is a bigger picture than themselves. And they are doing what God has called them to do. And from the people from the outside looking in, they don't understand it because we don't hear about that. We hear about people being unhappy and people getting a divorce. We don't hear about people standing and believing God for their marriage. Even when someone has had children outside of the marriage bed, even when someone has been in adultery. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God, we thank you for today, Heavenly Father. We bless your holy name, O oh God. We give you honor, we give you praise, and we give you glory on today, O oh God, for you are our God. God, we thank you that even on today, you have already gone before us, O oh God. You've already made every crooked pathway straight. You've already flat- flattened every mountain in the name of Jesus, that you've already given us favor, O oh God, hallelujah, with you and with man, and we bless your name for it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, that you would forgive us 
of our sins on this morning, oh God. Hallelujah. Things that we said, things that we did, things that you told us to do that we didn't do, oh God. Hallelujah. Things that we should have done, Heavenly Father, and we failed to do. God, we just pray that you would forgive us now in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, as we read together, Through the book of Hosea, oh God, we pray that you would give us revelation knowledge, that you would give us wisdom, insight, and understanding, oh God, as to why you would ask Hosea to do such a thing, as to why, oh God, that you would ask Hosea, oh God, to marry an unfaithful woman and to take unto him her and her children. God, give us insight. Hallelujah. Give us wisdom. Oh God. Hallelujah. In your word, God, open up the eyes to our understanding. Oh God, let us see heavenly father. Hallelujah. How you have chosen the foolish things in our lives to confound the wise for your glory. Help us to see, oh God, hallelujah. When you tell us to do do things and we wonder how are we going to do that God why are you putting us in this situation God don't I deserve to be this or that or God don't I deserve this for myself or that for myself God help us to be reminded of your son who died on the cross help us to be reminded of his sacrifice oh God not only of our sin but the sin of this world in the name of Jesus help us to re- be reminded oh God hallelujah that he was without sin hallelujah he didn't think anything wrong he didn't do anything wrong hallelujah he didn't say anything wrong hallelujah he didn't he wasn't a liar. He wasn't a thief. He wasn't adulterer. Hallelujah. But he came here. Oh God. Hallelujah. To take on the sins of the world. Hallelujah. And he stood on the cross. Oh God. Hallelujah. And bore it all for us. Hallelujah. So how dare us. Oh God. Help us to do a self check. How dare we say that we can't put up with this. How dare we say that we ain't going through that. How dare we say can't nobody tell us anything anything. Hallelujah, God, when your son took it all. Oh God, he took it all that day on the cross. Oh God, hallelujah. Every whip, hallelujah. He was spit on. Oh God, he was lied on. He was mistreated. Oh God, hallelujah. But he stayed on the cross for us. He could have come down. Hallelujah. He could have come down and said he couldn't do it. He wasn't going to do it. And we were on our own. Hallelujah. But he loved us. Oh God. And you loved us. You so loved loved us that you gave him hallelujah for us and we thank you for that God help us to be mindful of when we say that we love God help us not even to say the word if we don't mean it hallelujah help us to not even say the word if we can't love in agape love hallelujah help us to not even say the word if we can't forgive help us to not even say the word if we can't be long suffering Help us to not even say the word, oh God, if we going to count up how many times so-and-so said this and how many times they said that, oh God, hallelujah. Help us, oh God, to be reminded of what love really is and what it really means. 
Because as Christians, hallelujah, God, you have called us to love one another. Your word says, how can you say that you love me who you have not seen and you not love your neighbor that you see every single day? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Help us to love, oh God. Help husbands to love their wives like you have loved the church, oh God. Hallelujah. Help us on today, oh God. Love. Hosea, love. God, you were showing Hosea how to love the unfaithful. God, show us how to love the unfaithful. Show us how to love the adulterer. Show us how to love the thief. Show us how to love the liar. Show us how to love the criminal, oh God. Hallelujah. Show us how to love the adulteress, oh God. Show us how to love, oh God, according to your word. Now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, none of none of us would like to take on Hosea's role, oh God. None of us want to deal with the hurt and the pain of adultery, oh God. But we desire to be obedient to your word. For God, your word says that if we be willing and obedient, we would eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. But the land is not just for us. It's for our children and it's for our children's children. For your word, oh God, hallelujah. If we keep your word, it's not just for us, but it's for our generations to come. It's for people who know us to look at us and know that there must be a God that sustains us, that there must be a God who strengthens us, that there must be a God who is our refuge, that there must be a God, hallelujah, that equips us, that ministers to us, that comforts us, even in the darkest times, even in the times of unfaithfulness, even in the times of weariness, Even in the times when we want to give up, you told Hosea to do it and he did it. God, help us to be obedient to the things that you tell us to do, that we don't doubt, but that we walk in obedience and not be worried about what anybody else says, not care about what other people think about us, but to only think about what you're saying about what we're doing, what you're saying about our life, because that's all that matters. Lord, we love you. We honor you and we praise you in Jesus mighty name. Amen.